Accidents don't just happen nine to five. They happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried & Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried & Jensen now. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back. Or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. Spring is just around the corner, and our friends at Mountainland Supply have everything you need for your landscape irrigation projects. Shovels, rakes, trimmers, blowers, sprinklers, controllers, pipe, fittings, hand tools, gloves, and the list goes on. Mountainland Supply proudly uses the brands you know and trust like Rainbird, Hydro Rain, Milwaukee Tools, Structron, and more. For 75 years, Mountainland Supply has been the professional's choice. Go to mountainlandsupply.com for a location near you. Mountainland Supply is a local employee-owned and operated Mountainland Company. Golfers, tee it up this year at Uinta Golf for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the new Rogue ST Drivers, Callaway's most stable driver ever, with tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and AI flash face. Engineered for max speed and forgiveness. Four different models to fit every golfer's needs. Think speed, go rogue. Swing by Uinta Golf and get custom fit for the new Rogue ST Drivers today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. There is one dealership where Bob and I have purchased multiple vehicles, and that's Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. That's right. When it comes to finding a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you can't beat the selection and service at Brent Brown Toyota. We know these guys personally, from the general manager to the general sales manager and finance director. At Brent Brown, they know how to get a deal done that works for you. I remember Larry telling me that his finance director was really good at making it work for my budget. I thought that was just sales talk. But I sat down with him, and that's when I bought my first Tundra. And I bought two more since, along with a Tacoma and a couple of Forerunners. I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota. Yes, you do. And are you looking at that new Tundra? You know I am. I purchased new and used cars for me and my family as well and had a great experience. It's amazing how many cars they have right now. Well, there you go. Get down to Brent Brown Toyota in Orem off the University Parkway exit and check out their selection online at BrentBrownToyota.com. You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. They say it's in your blood. A game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very much and welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. 
Always good to be with you, and uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Twitter handles at Real Golf, and you can, of course, access us on one of our affiliate radio stations, iHeartRadio, Satellite, SiriusXM, or wherever podcasts are found. we got a great show for you this week. Of course, a lot to unpack from Riviera, the Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods, the host, and a lot of discussion around the future of the PGA Tour and the potential future of this Super Golf League. We will uh, hear from Tiger, John Rahm, Adam Scott, uh, Rory McIlroy, among others. There is, uh, as I said, a lot to get to. Also, down here in St. George, Utah, southern Utah, just about oh, four and a half hours, four, about four hours south of Salt Lake City and about an hour and a half north, I guess, of Las Vegas, Nevada, where a brand new golf course is under construction designed by Tom Weiskopf. You saw Tom, Tom on the TV last week with the Phoenix Open talking about his design there and those, especially the, the dramatic final four holes, had a chance to sit down with him. He looks great. He's healthy and uh, finishing up the uh, final touches here on Black Desert Resort. So we got that for you on the back nine, hour number two. America's favorite caddy will stop by. There is a lot to get to. And oh, by the way, Bob, the countdown to Augusta continues as we wrap up the West Coast swing. And with the media guide coming available, quick scroll down to notable changes, course changes. And there are a few to discuss. So boy, we, we we have got some things to go over this week. Yeah, it's going to be pretty pretty fun to talk about everything that's going on. Arrows are being slung by some players um, in both directions as far as, um, you know, what they like about the, the league and don't like about the league. And, yeah, there's just, there's just so much going on and so much being talked about right now in all aspects of what's going on with the PGA Tour. Mm, and an article to be read and discussed. Wow. Alan Shipnick uh, with the Phil Mickelson article that if you have not read, you have to read it. It definitely adds a different level of perspective to this whole conversation. So we will, uh, again, just getting started. When we come back, we're going to dive into all of this. You're going to hear from Tiger Woods. Uh, he'll talk about his future on the PGA Tour, his opinion on the Super Golf League, media rights, the whole nine yards. Coming up next, right here on Real Golf Radio. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded The Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting The Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting The Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course, and that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several 
rural residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf. Think speed. Go Rogue. Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. The new Rogue ST driver represents a breakthrough in driver performance. The all-new tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and the AI-designed Flash Face are engineered for maximum speed with exceptional levels of forgiveness and available at retail today. So be sure to go and check it out and give it a give it a test drive. Think speed, go rogue. Bye, Callaway. I wish I could tell you what I'm playing again. I, I want to know, uh, but I don't. Um, my golf activity has been very limited. Uh, I can I can chip and putt really well and hit short irons very well, but I haven't done any, any long stuff, seriously. There you go. That's uh, the host of this week, Tiger Woods, and it's great to see him. Of course, it was just a year ago, Bob, that uh, right after this tournament, he had that horrific car crash that is, quite frankly, fortunate to survive, let alone mm-hmm. be in a position right now where he is able to to do what he is doing and, and even have the talk of returning to the PGA Tour and, and playing golf. Uh, d- just great to hear from him. And as he said, he has no idea when he's going to be back up uh, and playing on tour. Um, and he made his comments right from the get-go saying, um, am I going to play anytime soon? And he said, no. And will I be playing again on the PGA Tour? Yes. Um, so he very well intends to get back out on the PGA Tour and play golf. We saw him play at the end of the year in the PNC father-son. Um, it was fine for him to do that. He had been hitting some balls and that kind of thing. But he got to ride in a cart. And he said he will not ride in a cart on the PGA Tour. Um, And the difference between that and playing on the PGA Tour is, you know, when he's at home, he can walk on his treadmill and take his dog for walks and that kind of thing. But when he's playing in tournaments, you've got the undulation of the ground and everything, and that's what causes uh, him to have the pain that is, you know, that was – 
involved with that ankle and foot and that kind of thing. Yeah, here's his uh, further explanation on that. My foot was a little messed up there about a year ago, so um, the walking part is is something that I'm still working on, um, working on strength and development in that. Um, it's, it takes time. It's, what's frustrating is not at my timetable. Um, I, I want to be at a certain place, but I'm not. And I just got to continue working. I'm getting better, yes, but as I said, not not at the speed and rate that I would like, and yet in the age factor too. And you, know, you just don't quite heal as fast, and which is frustrating. Yeah, I mean it is frustrating. Uh, Tiger's uh, just about a year and a half behind me, and things don't heal quite as quickly. So uh, I get you, I feel you, man. Uh, but it's great to have Tiger Woods uh, at least back and, and hearing from him. Well, and the point with him is Tiger has always been one that has pushed the envelope and come back very, a lot earlier than um, we thought or the you know the public thought he was going to be able to do, and it's just not happening for him like that right now. So he's probably a little bit frustrated, but he's working on it, and that's the good thing. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, I think uh, all of us are anxious to figure to find out what Tiger thinks about this new Super Golf League and the future of the PGA Tour. And, you know, he had this to say. I can play certain events here and there, uh, but on a full-time level, no, that will never happen again. Um, pick and choose my events, whether they're majors or other events. I can I can do something like that. Um, but uh, come back and playing the tour, yes, but not on a full-time basis. All right, so that was him talking about his future on the on the PGA Tour, which of course we wanted to hear That's that better as, anyway as well. But <laughs> now let's go ahead and get to his th- thoughts about his relationship with the PGA Tour and and some of his take on that. Do I distrust the tour? That is no. Um, I've had a great relationship with Tim over the years, and I've had a great relationship with Jay over the years. Um, Jay and I started back in '03 in Boston, and so we've built our relationship since then. Um, so we've we've had a great relationship, and yes, are there disagreements? Of course, they're supposed to be, and we we as players want what's best for us, and he wants what wants what's best for the players and the brand as well, and so. Uh, are there going to be disagreements? Yes. Are there going to be concessions? Yes. Um, but you know, I think that constructive uh, disagreements are good. Um, it adds to both sides, and we we want to see the game of golf grow. Okay, there's opinions on how the game of golf is going to grow, and therein lies the difference. And so, collectively, there are a lot of guys who believe a certain way, and then some guys believe uh, believe differently. But I just think that um, in the grand scheme of things, we want to see the game of golf grow. Um, we've, for me personally, I've had a, a great relationship with the, with the tour. I've been a part of it for what, 26 years, and uh, uh, as I said, we've we've had our own our own disagreements over the years, but also it's great constructive criticism as well. All right, there you go. I thought that was uh, a real lesson in diplomacy there. Yes. Uh, quite a bit different than what we read in the Alan Shipnick article 
uh, from Phil Mickelson, who, by the way, if you haven't read it, it is, uh, it, it is really eye-opening for sure. But uh, I, I, let me just step right in there, and before I get your comment mm-hmm. on that, let, let's hear from a couple other players, and this is what Rory McIlroy had to say. This was in his, his press conference, and I believe this is Doug Ferguson with the Associated Press. As it relates to the much-talked-about Super League or whatever we shouldn't describe it as, um, you've made your position quite clear. Not so Super League. <laughs> Elaborate, please. No. Is there is there any part of you that is a tired of talking about it? Oh, because I'm so still, sick of it. Okay. So I'm not sure if I have a follow now, but is there is there any part of you as just being in the position you're in that is the least bit curious to see who's going to be the first? Um, curious. Uh, I don't know if I'm curious, but I'm. Uh, yeah, look, I guess I'm intrigued that that who would. Certainly for the younger guys, like it just seems like just a just a massive risk and a massive. I just don't see. I can maybe make sense of it for the guys that are getting to the the, the latter stages of their career for sure, um, but I don't think that's what a rival golf league is really want to. You know, that's not what they're going to want, is it? I mean, they don't want some sort of league that's like a pre-champions tour. You know, it's so I don't know. Yeah, like I, I guess it's, I understand the financial part of it for guys that are later on in their career, but I certainly don't like, and you look at the people that have already said no, Ram, number one in the world, Colin Morikawa, myself, like, I mean, you've got the top players in the world are saying no, so I mean, that has to tell you something. All right, there's a couple of comments there. Uh, you know, Rory, pretty pretty straight up. Uh, what, what do you what do you make of how Rory? I mean, you hear Tiger in the, the diplomacy. You hear Rory, uh, very yeah. diplomatic as well, yeah. and and also not so much. Basically, saying it's a non super league, and this thing looks like it's got the makings of a pre champions tour. I thought. I mean, yeah. those are some pretty pretty great comments from Rory. Well, and they were great comments. He also talked about the young the young guys that are coming out on tour, and it's kind of risky for their careers and that kind of thing. But I'll tell you what, if you've got some young guy coming out and and he's he's like the next greatest or whatever, and they throw a ton of money at him, whether it's thirty million or fifty million or hundred million or whatever, to get him to bolt over without going to the PGA Tour, how's a guy going to walk away from that, especially that young? Uh, you never know what his career is going to be like. You never know what he's going to turn into as a player, if he's going to get hurt or whatever. Um, the guy could set himself up for the rest of his life. So I understand some of that stuff, but I think Rory's comments about uh, them not wanting it to be a pre-senior tour is exactly spot on. I can't believe that they would throw out money for guys like that. And I think the people he's talking about or referencing are, you know, the Henrik Stenson's, the Phil. Lee Westwoods, the Phil Lee Mickelson's, Westwood. who's already yep. a Champions Tour. But, yep. you know, uh, the, these are the guys that, are, that seem to be most, at least most vocal. Adam Scott. Adam yeah. Scott. So great. We'll hear from Adam Scott coming up yep. uh, to yep. get his take. But it's, look, the way Phil went about it and is going about it and the comments that, that are coming out, when you compare and contrast those to what we just heard from Rory and Tiger. Yep. There's two ways of going about it. And in the one sense, Phil looks super desperate. And by the way, looks to be a PR nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we'll get into that article from Alan Shipnick coming up next. Also, welcome in America's favorite caddy. To, and still, much more player comments as it relates to this. But what we know right now is that there are a lot of rumors that are swirling around. Yes. But the top players in the world are declaring their allegiance to the PGA Tour and their allegiance to the PGA Tour. And there are probably changes that are going to happen. And it is going to be positive for the PGA Tour and the players. But I I just don't see this Super Golf League. I just don't see how it's going to get legs and go from here. We'll talk about it. Welcome in the caddy. Coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob and I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. They're great to work with, and they'll make a deal that works for you. And right now, despite the market issues, Brent Brown has a great selection of used vehicles for you to choose from. And they'll make it convenient for you. You can shop online, conduct business over the phone. Hey, they'll even bring a car to you for a test drive. You can't beat the selection and the service at Brent Brown Toyota in Norham. Oh, and those new Tundras? They're so sick. Call them or stop by today at Brent Brown Toyota and BrentBrownToyota.com. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back, or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC. You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. Our good friends at Mountainland Supply have recently joined with United Service and Sales to form Mountainland Power Equipment. You know Mountainland Supply for all your landscape irrigation needs, but now with this partnership with United Service and Sales, they can set you up with snowplow equipment, power equipment like lawnmowers, gas-powered trimmers, hedgers, and blowers, plus service on-site in Salt Lake and soon in Provo. If you're a landscape professional looking for power equipment and service, go to unitedserviceandsales.com. United Service and Sales is a local employee-owned and and operated Mountainland Company. Accidents don't just happen nine to five. They happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried & Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried & Jensen now. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. 
Talking Golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you here on the show. And it's time for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. That Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. And uh, what a week to be joining us. Boy, there is a lot to talk about uh, coming out of Los Angeles and the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Caddy, how are you? Caddy's good. Caddy's thinking of maybe uh, maybe the, the Caddy should form a tour. <laughs> um, yeah, the Caddy Tour. The caddy tour, yeah, yeah, not a lot of money, not a lot of money behind it. Though. Well, you know, we tried that. We we did tourcaddies dot com. We tried to go somewhere with that. It just it didn't it yeah. didn't happen. Didn't yeah. fly. Yeah. You know, the caddies are too independent, man. There's, well, too independent and too like, unreliable. Like, quite frankly, it's like hurting. <laughs> well, thank you very little. Thank you very little. It's like hurting cats or something. You know, you it just cannot be done. No one. It's like, you know, you can split an atom putting it together. Fusion, it's a lot of all different story. Right? Mm. Anyway. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. So, so Caddy, uh, we've got comments coming out of, of Genesis. Uh, Rory and Tiger are very uh, very stoic in their, in their discussion around, you know, the things that are coming out around media rights and this potential super golf league. Rory called it a not so super golf league and a pre champions tour league. Um, based on what he's hearing, Tiger just said, you know, his, he's got a great relationship with the PGA tour. And then this article comes out with Alan Shipnick where Phil Mickelson basically said he architected the deal that he and a couple other top players, quote unquote, uh, paid for attorneys to write the SGL's operating agreement, the Super Golf League, Saudi Golf League. Um, it, it, what 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 do you make of this? It is really a lot of drama for golf. Uh, golf is not used to this kind of drama. It is a little bit disturbing drama, um, in a way. I, maybe I'm old, and so change isn't so appealing to me anymore. Um, and the tour, kind of like what Morikawa said, and I think uh, Max Homa had some great comments on it, about how so many things on the tour are embedded in your mind. Growing up, um, you know, you think about winning a tournament at the Crosby, the AT&T, the Clambake, at, at Pebble. You think about doing something at Riviera. It's just there's so much history behind it that has a lot to do with, with how you feel about that event in your heart. Um, yeah, Matt, Max, Max had a really good comment. I think he said, money makes me comfortable. It doesn't make me happy. Hmm. That's a good, that's interesting. Good line. Yeah. That was good yeah. Line. That's for a young guy. That's pretty good. Pretty yeah. mature. Yeah. I think he's a pretty sharp guy. Um, well, can I play? I think what you're saying, what you're saying here. Let, let me play John. This is John Rom's comment. I think he's saying exactly what you're talking about. Here's this. I've said it many times in press conferences before. I don't do this for the money, which to me is the only appeal to go over there. You know, they throw numbers at you, and that's supposed to impress people. Uh, I'm in this game for the love of golf, and the love of the game, and to become a champion. 
right? Uh, I grew up watching many great players play great events such as this one and this history and legacy to those things. So that's something that has a lot of appeal to me. Hey, what do you think of that? I agree wholeheartedly that there's, like he said, the only reason to go over there is for the money. Can we come up with another, what's the other reason to go over there? Because you want to maybe thumb your nose at the tour would be the other reason. Um, But money is certainly the the overriding reason. Um, But I'm I'm with it as the, the Masters, Bob, what, what could the Masters offer as a purse and not have any effect on anything about the event? How about a million-dollar purse for the Masters this year? Winner gets 180. Who doesn't show up? Oh, everybody shows up. <laughs> yeah, everybody cares. shows nobody up. Cares. But then you got then you got guys talking about you got t- guys talking about the majors and how the majors aren't aren't their purses aren't big enough. I mean, this is stirring up a whole hornet's nest with everything uh, on the PGA Tour with with their you know their their rights um yeah you know and and uh, and monies and purses and the pga tour is starting to boost those and 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 has thrown a lot of money into it um the majors you know you got you got 11 12 million dollars in the majors um 12 and a half million um you know guys are guys are thinking um that it should be 10 percent of what of what their rights are. So, you know, like, like the majors should be around $20 million a piece or something like that for their purses. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how this is all evolving and what the, what the best players in the world are saying as far as, you know, Rory came out and said, you know what, $150 million is not going to make that big of a difference to me. He said, "It's more about my family and being with my family and playing great golf tournaments, playing the majors, and and kind of like what John Rom said. So um, it's it's pretty pretty wild to hear what these guys are saying and and uh, and who's stirring the pot. M- the majority right now is is Phil. I wish I had a little more information or knowledge about uh, the, the whole money thing." Um, my understanding was, was that the tours is the tour nonprofit. It, mu- it must be partly it is. nonprofit, yes. partly for profit. If it's if it's a fully nonprofit thing, then I don't I don't understand this. But I would think that the tour can't just magically have money stowed away somewhere. Um, if it's a nonprofit, it's the whatever they're generating has to go somewhere, or has to be planned for something like player pensions or, I mean, it, yeah. It, you always get the feeling that the players feel like I'd always heard, Oh, you know, the tour's got so much money or this or that. Well, maybe they do, but I, if it's nonprofit, I I thought it was a little more transparent on everything. So I don't, unfortunately I'm not knowledgeable enough to, to comment on. Well, well, Caddy, I I got your back. I got your back. Cause one guy that is, is Rory McIlroy who has actually reviewed those. Here's what he said. Maybe they're not educated enough on it. Maybe they've got people in the rear that are giving them misinformation. But, I mean, the numbers are right there in front of you. Like, the tour's financials are audited independently every year. I mean, it is, this is, this is what they are. I mean, I've seen everything. I've been through it. I've sat through the board meeting in Houston. Like, I've, I've seen it all. So, I mean, I think that's, 
that has to and you know there's a lot of players that maybe aren't privy to that information and maybe that's on the tour to educate the guys a little bit more but um the information's all there there you go well that's that's really good to hear so um yeah i guess if you're a player and you want to know about that stuff um yeah, I think I think you can go online and look up the salaries for everybody who works for the tour if you want to. I've been told that. I've never done it. Yeah. But I've been told you just go online and check out everybody's salary. You know what everybody makes. There it is right there. Um, so that's pretty transparent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if that's the case where it's public knowledge and it's right out there and here's the money, here's where it's going, here, you know, that's then still sounds like he's, barking up a weird tree in some of the, the places. I understand the media. The media writes and all that. I, I get all that. A um, couple comments I make on that is, did you sign them away? And if you did, then sorry you signed them away. Um, should you have more rights to them? Yeah, I mean, that could be argued, negotiated, or whatever. Um, I think my opinion on this is it's, a, it's just basically something that's giving leverage to forcing something like maybe that media rights thing to change. But here's the thing. Um, the, whoever's organizing the Saudi Arabian, the, the group, the tour, uh, I'm pretty sure they're not doing it just for fun and just to make a change on the tour so the players will be better off or, you know, things will change. I mean, they, I'm sure they're very serious about establishing this tour and running tournaments and getting them going. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens uh, when they do that. I don't think that's it. So why then, then why, if you're Phil Mickelson and supposedly aligned with them, why would you come out and say you're essentially just using them for leverage? I mean, that, that can't sit well with them either, right? So he's kind of showed his cards here. It's very interesting position. And here's the other one if you're Jay Monahan, Look, you're trying to use this Saudi thing to leverage me for your media rights that you signed away. Well, guess what? Go ahead and leave. Go to Saudi. Guess what? You still don't get your media rights. And I don't know that the media rights for Phil playing Saudi golf league is going to be worth what he, his media rights are from winning all the, his 40 plus events on the PGA tour. So I, I just find it to be a, a really strange thing. Okay. Caddy, I don't want to, we only got a few minutes left and we, we do value your time. I, I wanted to get your insight on, and we'll continue this conversation by the way, but changes to Augusta national. I'm curious what you think about extending 11, 15, and just a little bit on 18. Well, real, I want to make one more real quick Phil Mickelson comment. Does, does he own a winery? Maybe he had, you know, maybe that interview was done a little late at night after a nice dinner with a couple glasses. Anyway, um, so Augusta. Augusta. Yeah. Lengthening uh, 18 and 15. 15, I... And 11. I like, uh, yeah, 11 just getting more and more, more and more. It's like a what is it like a 530 yard par four now? It's well, it's got to be five. Right. Probably it's 15 yards. It's 525, probably. Yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, well, look, uh, the golf ball just ball go far off the tee, and that hole was uh, I mean, Bob, what was that in the 90s? That was a four iron, three, four, five iron shot off. Oh of, yeah, 
you know, you oh, yeah. get it down to an eight or nine if everything was just right and it's playing super short. Might be an eight or nine, but yeah, I mean, 15 used to be, guys used to come into 15 with lumber. Remember that? Yep. And when Tiger yeah, won, he came hit- in with like nine iron. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody else was coming in with there with longer iron, so, you know, he was extra super, super duper long. So 11 is now playing 520, 15 is playing 550. So the total golf course is now playing over 7,500 yards, 7510. Yeah, that's not exceptionally long for a par 72, though. I mean, it's long, but it sounds okay for a 72. Um, Yeah, you know, the the hole I didn't like lengthening was, was seven. I always thought seven, the way that green's designed, Remember, Bob, it was always yep. an iron off the tee and then a, a nine iron in off a downhill side hill lie. And yeah. It's still a very difficult shot to do anything with. And and then it became this super tight, super long haul. I remember the first time I went back there, it was like a, all of a sudden it was 440, 50 yards or something. I was like, whoa, this hole's just gone from I might make a birdie if I do everything right to let's try to get out of here. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's the, true. And where do you part, hit it London, off the tee with your driver? <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, lengthening 11 and lengthening 15 and lengthening 18, uh, it, it's just, it's kind of an attempt to just have the whole play more like it did in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Right. Um, you know, where you're coming into 18 with a guy Remember when Norman hit in there that year? Jack won in '86. That looked like he was hitting a four iron in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the whole time I caddied the Masters, which would be mostly early '90s and well, both both middle '90s and 2000s. Yeah, that hole was. Uh, I did work one or two years when it got super long all of a sudden, and gosh, it was like it seemed like it was almost 300 yards to get to the bunker on 18. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just a restoration to let's see if we can have guys playing in from where they used to, which I think is, is fine. Well, at the end of the day, it's going to provide a green jacket and it's going to be really fun to watch. So, uh, that would, that we know caddy, we're uh, out of time and, uh, we appreciate you joining us and giving us your comments. I'm sure there is so much more to talk about was this super golf league uh, discussion continues to unfold, but man, what, what an interesting week. And, uh, as always, we uh, appreciate your opinion and your time. Yeah, man. Caddy, caddy's all in on the tour. I went Rob and McElroy and Tiger and those guys. I'm, I'm definitely in that group. I like it. <laughs> I like Declaring it. your allegiance uh, with, the, with the right side there for sure. All right, that's the caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break, continue the conversation next. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. 
but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for joining us here on the show with a lot to unpack. Thanks to the caddy for joining us uh, as well. If you missed any part of it, you can go to realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf, or uh, just download us wherever podcasts are found. I wasn't aware I was not going to have a a press conference this week. That's why I take this time to say, uh, that this is my official, my one and only time I'll talk about this, where I am officially declaring, let's say, my, my fealty to the PGA Tour. You know, I'm a PAC member, and I have a lot of belief in Jay Monahan and the product that they're going to give us on the future. So uh, I know there's been a lot of talk and speculation about the Saudi League. This is just not something I believe is, is the best for me and my future in golf. And... I think uh, the best legacy I can accomplish will be with the PGA Tour. All right, pretty plain and simple. John Rahm, yep. and by the way, <laughs> how about the first there? I mean, you gloss right over because of what he says about the, declaring his allegiance to the PGA Tour. But he's like, first of all, I didn't, wasn't aware I wasn't going to have a press conference this week. He's the number one player in the world. Why didn't he I get know. scheduled for a press conference? <laughs> I mean, yeah. who, who overlooked that one? I thought that was hilarious, first of all. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, regardless, uh, you know, I think John Rahm uh, is, you know, like Rory McIlroy. And I started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. 
a lot of these guys are the European tour players. Yeah. You know, who yeah. spent their time, you know, growing up in Europe. They played some European tour. They've seen how good it is over here on the PGA tour. And this is where they want to be. And they don't want to jeopardize that. No. And and they want to be able to play both those tours because I'll tell you what, if they jump to the Saudi, the Saudi Golf League, they're not going to be playing Europe or the PGA tour because of the cohesion that that both those tours um yeah have right now. So um, you know, like Rory said, the top guys, the top guys on tour are saying that they're staying put. And yet there's voices out there saying that there's 17, that there's maybe 20 guys that have already signed off. It's going to be interesting to see what comes about. Yeah, there's exactly the report that once there was 20, that they would make an announcement, and Mm -hmm. there's supposedly an announcement that's going to take place coming up uh, at the Players' Championship. Yes. They want to kind of stick it to them on the tour's (laughs) flagship event. So, I look, Well, let me just try to give you what I'm seeing here. First of all, uh, Phil Mickelson... I've been somewhat of a fan of his. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's always come across as brash and cocky and arrogant and know-it-all, all all that stuff, right? I mean, about anything, you know, the subcutaneous fat comments, the whatever it is. Like, he's always, you know, coming out with these outrageous. But he's also been kind of the lovable loser, if you will, you know? I mean, you know, what Mm -hmm. an idiot, you know? What a stupid, uh, whatever, you know, coming off of Wingfoot. He was just that guy, and he and he was a gunslinger. He was all these things that were fun to watch, right? Because you just watched Phil to see, you know, when is he going to... He's, he would fail spectacularly, and yet he would win spectacularly, and he is this the second most winningest player of this generation behind a guy named Tiger Woods who's arguably the best to ever do it. So right. Phil Mickelson has his place in there. And then for him to become the oldest major champion winner, uh, right in a year where he was winning the hearts of all the fans, and it showed by him winning the pip because here he was doing golf uh, short game tips in his flip-flops in his backyard. Okay. And I, I love those. Uh, then he's doing fireside with Phil and then he was having fun with the calves and the thumbs and all of those things. Right. And the, the, the talk with Harry Higgs and all that stuff. I mean, he really, I, I thought to myself, wow, Phil is winning this PR thing. Like oh, he's yeah. really, I mean, how can you not just enjoy this guy? Right. So fun. And then this comes out and uh, Phil, it's almost, it's almost as if there just was so much sugar in the in the mix they they had to add a bunch of vinegar to 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 mm-hmm. kind of even it out and f- i feel like phil went from the very top to like he's fallen hard like from a pr standpoint i don't think phil lets anyone advise him i think that's part of it but if you were advising him you'd say this is not a good idea yeah stay on script stay on the teleprompter don't don't veer off um but you know, it, he made some interesting comments that are in this article by Alan Shipnick. And, you know, in talking about the, about the, you know, the golf league over the Saudi golf league, he said, he said the people over there in Saudi Arabia are scary. Yeah. Okay. He said, you know, they kill people because of certain ideolog- ideologies um, and that kind of thing uh, against human rights. And yet he turns around and says, the reason I'm doing this is because it's a one-time leverage opportunity. Yeah, he essentially said, look, I know they're scary. They murder, they're murderous people, but I just can't pass up this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to try to stick it to the tour, to, quote, reshape how the tour operates. 
right. according to Al- and then he says and then he says the commissioner is a, a, is a nice guy as nice as he seems yes unless you have the leverage he won't do what's right i mean what an allegation wow And it, it, that's crazy. That that's you know, like the caddy was saying. That's that's uh, you know, that's treasonous stuff. That's that's you know, if you're instituting and and rounding up all the guys to write up the the agreement and all that kind of thing, and you're involved with it from the get go, and then you make these comments because you think you have the leverage now and all that kind of thing. Wow, that's that's. Uh, Let's just look at that right there, Bob. Let's mm. look at that point. If you are, let's forget about the fact that you've got, you know, athletes and and tour right. and, and a tour, a business, right? An, an organization. Right. If you take any business and and we'll call the PGA Tour players partners of that business. Yes. Right? If yep. not at least business affiliates. Mm-hmm. And one of your partners, so-called, is is in the process of trying to negotiate a new deal with you. Re- they're, they're renegotiate their deal with you. Right. And they're and and they're threatening to change, you know, to to leave to break up your partnership and go with a rival. You know, yeah. one of your competitors, okay? In fact, we're going to start up a new business to compete with you knowing the things that we know now and we're going to make it better. And yeah. I'm going to take a bunch of guys with me. And th- so if you knew that and then by the way it comes out that you not only did you are you choosing that side, but you are actually the one that paid to have it all put together? Yes. That business relationship is over. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, that's not salvageable. Now let's go back to the situation we're actually in with a high profile, you know, very popular golfer on your number one tour. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that does change the dynamics a little bit. And yet I can't help but think that this, there's a lot of stuff. Phil's lit, lit a lot of things on fire, and I'm not referring to the Oakland Hills Clubhouse, which was a shame. That's uh, too bad. But I'm talking about, like, there were some major flames going oh, yeah. on with, with what Phil's leaving in his wake. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why you would do it. And, it. and if you're trying to, if this is so important, this once-in-a-life, this is a once-in-a-lifetime piece of information that you can use for leverage, why would you go and tell a reporter that you're only doing it for leverage and that you don't even know if you want this league to succeed. You've yeah, essentially laid all your cards. You've essentially laid all your cards on the table and now you don't really have a position of strength anymore. Cuz Monahan can just call your bluff. You you said it. You know, I don't, the I don't operative get it. the operative state the operative part of that sentence where he talked about he doesn't even want him to succeed. He says, "But the idea of just of this is allowing things to get done on the PGA tour. Just the idea. And I think that's where it's at right now. It's still just an idea until they come out and say, okay, these people have signed, um, you know, these are where the events are going to be. This is how you're going to be compensated, all that kind of thing. It's just an idea. And as Rory McIlroy said, he's sick of it. Yeah. Well, and let me just take it one step further from what you said. You're right. The idea of it is causing changes. All yep. of a sudden, look, the tour, Jay Monahan and the tour is pumping money into it. Yep. They are beefing things up. Yep. So why would you have to fall on a sword? You don't have to. Phil, you didn't have to. No. You could keep you could stay in the background 
and simply say you're interested, that's that's your leverage. Why would you why would you come out and basically gut yourself, you know, by by letting this information out? I, I, that that's the strange thing to me. Well, and there's one thing that goes along with this, and why would you have to do that? Because Phil has an ego. Phil no. likes to get out in front of things and likes to be um, the guy that's in the spotlight. Mm. And um, unfortunately, you know, it, Jay Monahan's going to say if Phil decides to jump ship, he's going to say, go ahead, see you later. And he's going to say that with all the other guys. If they sign also, go ahead, see you later, because you're going to have the cream of the crop. You're going to have the best players that are staying with the PGA Tour and the w, WP World Tour and it's going to and it's going um, yeah. to keep going the way it's going. Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, when we come back, the, there was a PAC meeting, a player advisory council meeting. And there are some again, the fallout of this. There are some changes potentially to the yep. fall schedule. We'll tell you about what Rex Hoggard reported on Golf Channel next right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob and I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. They're great to work with and they'll make a deal that works for you. And right now, despite the market issues, Brent Brown has a great selection of used vehicles for you to choose from. And they'll make it convenient for you. You can shop online, conduct business over the phone. Hey, they'll even bring a car to you for a test drive. You can't beat the selection and the service at Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. Oh, and those new Tundras? They're so sick. Call them or stop by today at Brent Brown Toyota and BrentBrownToyota.com. From commercial to recreational truck accessories, Mountainland Truck Outfitters has got what you need. They custom fabricate flatbeds, spray and bed liners, lifts and leveling kits, wheels and tires. Mountainland Truck Outfitters proudly uses the brands you know and trust. And with their experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff, your visit will be informative and enjoyable. Stop into their convenient location in Provo at 265 South 100 West to get a quote for your fleet or individual truck or visit them online at mtnlndtruck.com. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby casbyrealestate.com that's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com what is it that you want out of life whatever it is it can be a lot more rewarding with the vivid rewards card the agility cash card and the clarity card from science bank get three times the rewards or 1.5 percent cash back or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees because whatever you choose to do there's a card for you learn more at sciencebank.com cards subject to credit approval terms conditions and restrictions see a banker for details a division of science bank corporation and a member fdic Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put 
all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, uh, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. It was a closeout hour number one. There was a PAC meeting, and according to Rex Hoggart of Golf Channel, some potential changes to the fall schedule. It would involve the top 50 from the FedEx Cup would participate in a five-player team event with 10 captains from the top 10 in the PIP uh, category. Yeah. And they would play these three events in Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. And then the other 100 who went to the playoffs but didn't make it, uh, they would play in a fall series, uh, which would be some sort of qualifying series. So there's a lot still to happen there, but there are some changes where the guys, you know, look, if you make it in the top 50, give me some more money for you to grab out there. And so again, uh, some yeah. things are changing and it looks to be benefiting the players. And so hopefully the Saudi thing will just go away and the players can enjoy this beefed up new tour concept. All right, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we got a great hour number two, the back nine still to come. Tom Weiskopf is going to be sitting down. We'll talk some architecture. We'll get his take on this as well, plus what happened in Phoenix last week. That's all to come on the back nine. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio's next. Hey there, Brian and Bob back with you. Hour number two, the back nine is coming up next, and uh, here's what we're going to be talking about, including this comment from Tiger Woods. First came out here over 25 years ago is that is that where our tour would go where our media would go you know we barely had cell phones and so uh, barely had the internet so media rights is is a big thing um a lot of us are concerned about you know what is was the direction where we're going and how can we have more control over that um and there's been a lot of talk from whether it's the pack or the board or from players internally um everyone has their opinion about it but we need to come to a collective decision. Jay has taken it all in to try and figure out what's best for each and every individual player because we're all independent contractors, but also then again, what is best for the tour as a brand as well. And so trying to put all that together, meanwhile still grow the tour at the same time, and all the different media rights that have come about over the last 10 years, um, whether it's streaming, which is you know didn't, didn't exist, uh, where do you go on that? Uh, where does the tour go? Who owns who owns those, owns those rights? Um, how much do you share of that? Uh, does it? Where does it go? Um, but I have to say that the one of the things that allows you know our, our sport, what separates our sport so much, is one the fact that we are able to have the best retirement plan there is in all sports, and we have an opportunity to play well past our playing days um, and still earn well over a million dollars well into our 50s where football players have done it nine years so yes there's there's a give and take okay and we just need to find where there's a balance of what's best for the players and what's best for the brand that was tiger woods we'll talk about it on the back nine hour number two next
Accidents don't just happen nine to five. They happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried and Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried and Jensen now. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back. Or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Spring is just around the corner and our friends at Mountainland Supply have everything you need for your landscape irrigation projects. Shovels, rakes, trimmers, blowers, sprinklers, controllers, pipe, fittings, hand tools, gloves, and the list goes on. Mountainland Supply proudly uses the brands you know and trust like Rainbird, Hydro Rain, Milwaukee Tools, Structron, and more. For 75 years, Mountainland Supply has been the professional's choice. Go to mountainlandsupply.com for a location near you. Mountainland Supply is a local employee-owned and operated Mountainland company. Golfers, tee it up this year at Uinta Golf for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the new Rogue ST Drivers, Callaway's most stable driver ever, with tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and AI flash face. Engineered for max speed and forgiveness. Four different models to fit every golfer's needs. Think speed, go Rogue. Swing by Uinta Golf and get custom fit for the new Rogue ST Drivers today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Bob and I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. They're great to work with, and they'll make a deal that works for you. And right now, despite the market issues, Brent Brown has a great selection of used vehicles for you to choose from. And they'll make it convenient for you. You can shop online, conduct business over the phone. Hey, they'll even bring a car to you for a test drive. You can't beat the selection and the service at Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. Oh, and those new Tundras? They're so sick. Call them or stop by today at Brent Brown Toyota and BrentBrownToyota.com. 
You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. Nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you and welcome in to hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Pleased to be with you. You know, typically... Uh, for the show, we like talking about uh, Riviera, you know, uh, mm-hmm. talking about the, the play. And uh, by the way, what in the heck is Joaquin Neiman doing out there? I mean, are you kidding me? What golf course uh, is he playing? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. 63-63 um, in the first two rounds, 16 under par. And at one point, he had a five or six shot lead on the rest of the field. Um, but then Cameron Young came along and shot 63 or 62. Excuse 62. Me. So those guys are at 16 and 14 under par. It's pretty crazy Bob, what, they're, what they're doing. Riviera is not easy, right? Just, no, just it's reconfirming. Not easy, yeah, it's not easy. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. So uh, these guys are good. Yeah, that's, yep. that's what they say. So we'd like to talk about that. We'd like to talk about wrapping up the West Coast swing. But, you know, here we are talking about a salacious article that came out. I don't know if that's the right word, a revealing article. Uh, Alan Shipnick, uh, and it was posted by the Fire Pit Collective, Matt Janella and his group that they put together, which is uh, really good entertainment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shipnick's writing a book, and, you know, quote, basically it's about Phil Mickelson, and Phil called him, gave him a whole bunch of information that came out in this article. And it's it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that Phil would say the things that he was saying. It, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, it, it's caused us to talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, with it being Genesis and Tiger, uh, Tiger's event and all the top players, they are commenting on this uh, SGL. And a lot has happened. Um, who's the Hickok guy? The Hickok uh, player? Yeah, he's a player on tour. On tour. Yeah. He, he came out and said basically there's 17 guys and they're pretty close to getting 20. And they're yeah. going to announce during the Players' Championship, once they had 20, they're going to announce that they're going. Yeah, so, you know, basically what is being floated out there is, like you said, the 17, that they're already done with 20, that they're going to announce uh, things with the PGA to, or, or with the the SGL, the Saudi Golf League, um, who who are the guys, that, the first 20 guys, and they're going to do it the week of the Players' Championship. Well, we'll see, right? Uh, boy, there's we'll, we'll get into it all coming up. Plus, uh, out of the pack meeting, uh, in response to this, it looks as if there's going to be a change in the fall schedule on the PGA Tour. Yep. We mentioned it as we were going to break at the top of the hour. We'll get into that and some changes to the golf course at Augusta National for this year's Masters. And the par three is back. So we'll get into some of those things as well as our conversation with Tom Weiskopf. Oh, always great to sit down with the legend. We'll talk uh, about golf course architecture and much more with Weiskopf and uh, his comments later this hour on Bill Golf Radio. 
By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the -the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to Hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision. Decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. This segment brought to you by Callaway. Think speed, go rogue. Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. The new Rogue ST driver represents a breakthrough in driver performance. The all-new tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and an AI-designed flash face are engineered for maximum speed with exceptional levels of forgiveness. Available at retail this weekend. Check it out. Callaway and CallawayGolf.com. I made it very clear to my, my management team to don't even bothered me with it until this thing was something that was maybe real and it never came back the only things I ever heard were from players and to me again 
the only thing they have is, oh, you get, you hear, oh, Bryson got 135 million, this person got 100 million. I already made enough more money in my life than I ever thought I was going to make. So that's not the appealing part to me, right? Um, weekend and week out, you, over here, you're playing against the best players in the world. I don't think the PJ Tour is a bad product and it's only going to get better. John Rahm, world number one, supporting the PGA Tour and, again, uh, declaring his allegiance there, and he's not going to have any part of the SGL. I thought there was a couple things interesting there when you mm-hmm. hear him say that he told his – and we, again, I think this was back at the U.S. Open a year yep. ago. He said the same thing. He told his management team, don't bother me until it's real, and it never came back. Here it is almost a year later. Still nothing uh, uh, solid or valid that has at least come to Rahm's camp. Well, and uh, Rory McIlroy said this has been going on for five to seven years, that this was all kind of in the mix. It could be something that came about. It could be something. That, then they make the announcement, but yet there is still nothing. It's an idea still without much movement other than uh, Greg Norman and, the, and, and that investment group and getting – money infused in the Asian tour, and that's about as far as it's gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, Adam Scott, by the way, is the one that's, you know, making it a little bit interesting. He had this perspective to offer. I think the schedule they're proposing is very appealing to probably most golfers, I would think, um, you know, depending what your, what your goals are in golf. I think the schedule is very appealing. So from that side of things, I would consider doing that for sure. From a lifestyle side of things, yes. Have you had any discussions with them at all? Yes, yeah. But like everyone else, we're sworn to secrecy. <laughs> he was joking with Alex <laughs> Maselli there, asking him that question. But, you know, look, so he's saying, look, that the upside is, and what we heard is what, a 14 ter- tournament at 14 series? tournament of it schedule. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Okay. So you play 14 events and you make uh, all the money you could make playing the so-called 20 events. I don't, you know, well, uh, they're going to get a signing bonus just for signing on. Right. First of all. Okay. Then they're going to get their prize money. It'll be interesting to see. Cause like a lot of times, um, when these guys go to play in Europe and stuff like that, um, it's, it's, it's their prize money against what their guarantee is. Okay. So if a guy like Tiger's going to play and he's making $3 million, if he wins the golf tournament, they don't have to pay him out the, the prize money because they've already paid him $3 million. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see if the prize money that they would win would be against their guarantee that they give them for their signing bonus. So, so that's one thing. The other thing is, uh, again, you've got a guy that's number 46 in the world, a guy that's 41 years old. He's got pull from Australia. Um, he's won one major championship. Um, hasn't hasn't cracked the top, you know, the the 20 ceiling in PGA Tour wins to get a lifetime exemption. Um, and it's a guy that does not play more than 14 or 15 events anyway. So. This is appealing to him. Yeah. He doesn't have to hit the minimums that the PGA Tour wants him to do. Well, one of the things that keeps being asked is, well, what about the ethics of joining a group like the Saudis? Yep. And Phil Mickelson in the article with Alan Shipnick basically acknowledged that he recognized they're scary and that they are not good human beings, you know, 
but he sees it as a once in a life oppor- uh, lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. to restructure the way the tour operates. So aside from the ethical, you know, concerns, he's willing to take their money and use it as leverage. Now, Adam Scott was asked this question. What about, what do you say when people ask you about this ethical dilemma? And here was his response. I think it's a bigger discussion than just a quick quote from me up here, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I, I can understand, obviously, that, that angle. You know, I think you can argue both sides of lots of things. But at the end of the day, I think my general feeling on this at the moment is that it's only a positive thing for professional golfers at the moment that there's interest and money coming into the sport and it's also somewhat forced the PGA Tour to put more money into the professional golfers and we're seeing that all around the world too. Uh, so there you go. That's Adam Scott. I, I mean, Adam Scott might be running for uh, office because he essentially took a very serious question and, you know, he went right he to deflected the, it. Yeah. Oh, you think he's like, Oh, you could see, you could really argue the both sides of lots of things. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> Oh, you're, you're, you're going off a track here. Come back to the question. You know, he didn't want to address it. And to his, to his credit, it is a bigger issue than one quote, but that is something that people that choose to align themselves will have to face. The other thing they're going to have to face is these so-called NDAs allow them more time, another month or two of being able to play on the PGA Tour if they are the guys that are going to jump, like Lee Westwood, Adam Scott, um, some of the other guys. So it gives them a little bit more time, and then when it hits the fans, so to speak, um, then all those guys are going to be (laughs) – Security, please take Mr. Adam Scott off the golf course. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I, I, I just, again, going through all this, the names that are being out there, Phil is a surprise, but when you read this article from Alan Shipnick, which I'd encourage you to do, it's very insightful and revealing. Yes. Um, I, I just can't see that, you know, look, Charlie Hoffman, uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Henrik Stenson, Lee Westwood, you know, Adam Scott. Okay. okay. I mean, Rory hit it on the head. Is this a pre-champions tour? Yep. Is that what they're doing here? I don't think that's what you want to do if you're trying to create a rival league to the number one tour in the world, the PGA tour. So yeah, uh, where does this go? It is going to be interesting. Now, one of the things it is doing, of course, is changing what the PGA tour is doing. And so according to Rex Hoggart of Golf Channel, coming out of that PAC meeting, Player Advisory Council, it was uh, discussed that they're going to eventually, they're going to get back starting in as early as 2023, a regular calendar schedule. So we don't have this wraparound schedule, but they're going to have a fall series for the top 50 in the FedEx Cup, how it finishes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're a top 50 guy, apparently you're playing a five player team event, captained by the top 10 in the PIP money or PIP rankings, right? So the most mm-hmm. popular players on tour will be the captains of these five players. And these 10 teams, kind of like a college event, they're going to go out and they're going to play. They're going to play one in Europe, one in Asia, and one in the Middle East. So, okay, that's going to, is that, is that what the new WGCs are going to be? Probably, right? Sounds like a yeah. sort of a new spinoff on the WGCs. Right. And it also is part of that team thing that apparently is appealing about this Saudi league. So, 
Right. Uh, again, when you're the big dog and somebody comes out and says, hey, we're going to do this, the big dog can say, hmm, well, I think we can do it better. Yeah, we'll and catch you off right at the knees. See you later. So that's kind of <laughs> what that feels like. Uh, so, And then there's going to be the other uh, from the top, you know, 125 that didn't make, that are outside the top 50. They will play some fall series event. And I talked to Rex Hoggard about this to try to clarify. And he said, it's still a little unclear, but it looks as if that will be a positioning, you know, uh, yeah. effort. So you still get yeah. those fall series events that'll be played but it'll be for position along with maybe the top 25 off the corn ferry tour. Yeah. And then you'll get the, the top 50, um, the next 50, which is uh, 26 to what uh, 75 that will play for um, cards and status um, against the guys from the web.com tour or, or the corn ferry tour. So that that'll still probably remain in place for more on this discussion uh, around the super golf league. And to hear some more of the quotes um, courtesy of the PGA tour and golf channel, you can go to uh, our Twitter feed at real golf. And of course, anywhere podcast is found. Listen, we, we hit it hard in hour number one. When we come back, we are going to divert from this just a little bit as I had an opportunity to sit down with the legend, Tom Weiskopf. We're going to talk a little golf course architecture, get his take, on some of these events as well, including last week's Phoenix Open, which, of course, he designed TPC Scottsdale. That's all next as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. Bob and I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. They're great to work with, and they'll make a deal that works for you. And right now, despite the market issues... Brent Brown has a great selection of used vehicles for you to choose from. And they'll make it convenient for you. You can shop online, conduct business over the phone. Hey, they'll even bring a car to you for a test drive. You can't beat the selection and the service at Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. Oh, and those new Tundras? They're so sick. Call them or stop by today at Brent Brown Toyota and BrentBrownToyota.com. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back. Or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure... You want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to Hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision. Decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. 
Accidents don't just happen nine to five. They happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried and Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried and Jensen now. Our good friends at Mountainland Supply have recently joined with United Service and Sales to form Mountainland Power Equipment. You know Mountainland Supply for all your landscape irrigation needs, but now with this partnership with United Service and Sales, they can set you up with snowplow equipment, power equipment like lawnmowers, gas-powered trimmers, hedgers, and blowers, plus service on-site in Salt Lake and soon in Provo. If you're a landscape professional looking for power equipment and service, go to unitedserviceandsales.com. United Service and Sales is a local employee-owned and operated Mountainland Company. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Here we are again at Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah, and pleased to be joined by uh, the one and only, the great golf course designer, and of course a winner of 16 PGA Tour events, including the 1973 Open Championship at Troon, Tom Weisskopf, kind enough to be here. Tom, great to see you. You look fantastic. Well, I feel feel better, and I want to reach out to all those that have pulled for me, prayed for me, and and, uh, sent some very interesting notes, fans, people that I had no uh, no reference, you know, to the name or to the person. And uh, so we got through it on December the 10th. Um, I was went back to MD Anderson for my first checkup, and I was pronounced cancer-free. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's amazing. It was a long, long year. Yeah, I had pancreatic cancer, which is uh, it, uh, it's taken a lot of prisoners. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but um, yeah, so I'm back uh, working again, which I enjoy. I was here at Black Desert again. Uh, we were here uh, just before Christmas the last time. And you put on a little weight since then. You look much better. You were oh, really super thin there before yeah, Christmas. I was 170. Mm. I went from 220 to 170 after surgery. And now I'm up to uh, a stout 182. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. That's fantastic. Hey, it was fun to watch you last week. Uh, Phoenix Open, some of the broadcast. And uh, it felt like they were more interested in talking about the design, especially those last four holes there at TPC Scottsdale as, as much as they were about the golf tournament. But that was fun to hear some of your thoughts. Just kind of tell us what when, when you watch that and the way the players take on the, those final four holes now and, and, and the golf course in general, what do you think? Well, I mean, first of all, let's start with supposedly the rumor was that there were 750,000 people there for the <laughs> That's week. Remarkable. That's incredible. So when we talk about the last four holes, uh, I partnered a long time ago with a guy named Jay Morris, you know, and uh, we we did uh, 25 golf courses together in a 10-year span, and uh, I learned what I know today, I learned from Jay Morris, you know, he was quite helpful. 
and uh, he was quite responsible for a lot of the input that went into the last four holes, the par five, a reachable island green. Now, Jay and I were both against that initial thought. That was Dean Beeman. He wanted an island green. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of the island green because it eliminates a lot of uh, possibilities. And uh, when you have water 360 degrees around a green, you know, it makes it pretty challenging. But anyway, uh, then we went on to the 16th hole, a beautiful short par three. It is with this equipment that these guys play with today, you know. At that time, it was about 175 to 180. So to these guys, that's a seven or an eight iron for most. You know? And what, what were you hitting into it back in the day? A uh, six iron, yeah. you know. Okay. Maybe maybe a seven if it was downwind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, we did the drivable, which we started out doing and continued in the 80 courses that I've been involved in, 25 with Jay, we had a drivable at least one on every hole. That was kind of what we decided would be our trademark. And then uh, we had a good, stout, par-4 finishing hole, well bunkered off the tee both sides, right and left, and uh, a challenging second shot into, into a green there. But... Uh, you know, it uh, it's nice to get all those accolades, but I don't, I don't come up with all these ideas myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we have had some tremendous input from owners like uh, Jared and Parker, uh, who are avid golfers who have seen and played a lot of the very fine facilities all over the world, basically. Uh, so you just have to be, you have to be causing us of uh, the fact that you uh, don't have all the ideas. You know, always searching. Uh, always, when I hear a good idea, I always say to myself, "Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> you know, I, I'm the one that's supposed to think up all these things. But uh, it's been a been a very interesting uh, profession to say the least. So I want to talk more about the design, but sticking with Phoenix for a little bit, what just when you see what went on with the whole holes in one last week, you know, uh, we talked about on this show a week ago, does the PGA tour need more, um, you know, Scottsdale, more Phoenix open vibe to it, right. To make it, you know, to make it more exciting, uh, more entertaining, uh, and so we all kind of last week agreed. Yeah. I think all tour events could use a little bit of that. But I felt like it went a whole. It went, yeah. it went off the rails a little last week, Tom. No, I agree with that. I I don't know how I would have handled it with my personality back in those days, you know. But uh, shirt wasn't coming off. No, no, that's for sure. But I mean, I I just think yeah, uh, to throw stuff down, you know, just carelessly. Uh, and then knowing that someone's going to clean it up for you, mm. that, that's kind of disrespectful in a way. But, you know, it only happens once a year. No one makes them uh, decide to play at Phoenix. You know, they, they know what's going to happen. They've seen, they've heard what's, what happens. And But I think uh, all in all, 
something like that a little bit of the time. But think about what Phoenix, in the long run, think about what uh, how they brought corporate America into uh, uh, golf. Uh, 270 corporate boxes mm. alone were on the 16th hole, the par three. Uh, those people are the ones that are donating back to the charities that are involved. And, th- and think about this, too. They start in November, the first week of November, and they don't finish until the middle of March uh, with take, you know, taking everything down that they put up. And then after the fact, think about the fact that it cost $10 million to put up all those stands. Mm. That could have been $10 million more to charity. You know, so it's it's quite an effort that uh, I think that they should be commended for. And yes, you know, the days of being the the guy holding up the the quiet, quiet please. <laughs> I I think there, you know, it proves that you those guys still can play a a, a well played shot uh, with. Not everybody being silent. Oh, let's settle this right here, Tom. If I, I've said this a million times on the show. If you had an arena, a basketball arena, and you everyone was going crazy like at the end of a game when, when a guy's trying to shoot a free throw, right? And uh, if, especially if it was the visiting opponent trying to shoot a free throw, the crowd's going crazy, they got the noisemaker things going. Um, people say, well, if you're real athletes, golfers, you know, try hitting a shot there. It's easy to make a free throw when it's quiet. And I said, hold on. If all 19,000 people suddenly went dead quiet before he shot that free throw, I'm, I'm putting all my money that he doesn't get it to the rim. I like that. Right? Yeah. No, and no. so this is the same thing at 16. If it's just a constant noise, it doesn't matter. No, that's true. Right? That's and, true. And that's the whole difference is when it's when it's a quiet atmosphere, one little sound is is the distracting thing, not the fact that it's a, a gallery or, a, or a, a stadium full of noise, huh? Yeah, they should have pulled some of those people out of the stands and made them clean <laughs> clean the place up, you know, from that standpoint. <laughs> I think my take on it is that golf, it, it almost makes golf look a little silly. I think golf is so excited that people are excited about it that they just let people do whatever. I mean, in Major League Baseball, if you chucked a beer onto the field, you'd be escorted out. Well, And I think we'll get there, right? I think it's oh, like, okay, yeah. that was one time, yeah. but we're not doing that anymore. No, no, yeah. that's true. And, you know, uh, you're looking for an excuse Mm. if that's your excuse Mm. of why you hit the shot. Mm. You know, just make up your mind and play it. (laughs) Billy Casper always told me, uh, you got to have a repertoire of alibis. That's it. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, before we leave Phoenix, 17. I mean, as much as 16 gets all the credit, if I'm building a box or renting a box, I want to be on 17. The drivable par four, to me, is so much more exciting than than even the 16th hole. Well, go back. uh, Kepka last year, you know, uh, was one behind and then pitched in just off the right front of the green there for an eagle, you know, so a lot, a lot more disparity of, of, of scoring is showed up, shows up at 17. than then, uh, yeah, we had two par uh, hole in ones. There's no doubt about that, but you don't see too many double bogeys mm. on 16. 
occasionally. That's a lot of booze. That's Tom Weisskopf joining us here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. Continue the conversation with this legend next right here on Real Golf Radio. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. speed we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new rogue st drivers really i just think about hitting bombs yeah past him when we think total power we think of our tungsten speed cartridge a what speed cartridge i don't know but i like what it does when we think max distance we think oh that's bomb with our fastest most stable driver ever there's only one thing you'll think about nastier bombs think speed go rogue with callaway the kings of distance By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weisskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the -the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course, and that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Continuing now our conversation with Tom Weiskopf. All right, I want to get back. Again, we're here at Black Desert, St. George, Utah. This golf course is about ready to be grassed. You're almost completely done, you know, moving the dirt and all that, which is we're excited to open this up in October. But um, we just went through hole by hole. And I thought it was interesting as you talked about how Alistair McKenzie was was one of your uh, mentor inspirations that you've taken from. And then as you went through some of these holes, you referenced, oh, this is similar to 14 green at Pebble, or this is similar to 5 green at Augusta. When you, or the postage stamp at Troon, where you won the Open Championship, 
when you go through, do you have in your mind like, oh, I really want to put something like that? Or as the design comes together, does it just call for something like that? And those, those particular design elements come to your mind? Well, I think all those things come to your mind because I've been all over the world playing and watching and, and it fits into a situation. The one thing I do know is you never can copy it perfectly, mm. identically, you know, so it's just a rendition. It's a it's a rediscovery of, of a feeling that that you liked, that you thought was justified by the game mm. and, and a good shot played, you know. Uh, but I think those things happen when you stand down there and then you're looking up on the hillside there where you're going to, where you want to put the green and, you, and all at once in comes the 14th hole at, at Pebble, which is that big yawning bunker in front that's about eight feet deep. And then just that little plateau green <laughs> up on top, you know, you know you have to hit a perfect shot. And it haunts everyone, by the way, that yeah, 14th green. <laughs> so these things come back, yeah. you know, that just, uh, are, you know, you're only limited by your imagination mm-hmm. or your creativity, you know. And a lot, of, a lot of my imagination is recall, really. I like certain situations that I think are fair, I try to. I had enough controversy as a player. I want to stay away from controversy, right? <laughs> that said, uh, fourteen at, at Pebble and five at Augusta. Those are probably two of the more diabolical greens on yeah, those golf courses, huh? Without without question, and some of the most demanding. So, you know, it, it depends on where it fits in the situation of golf holes, too. If if you're talking about making something really challenging and difficult, it should always follow something that's very easy mm. that you consider to be easy, you know, like a drivable. Why not make the next hole the more challenging than it's a balance, you know? I think that's the way I look at it. When, uh, so you mentioned um, like, like 18 here at, at Black Desert. It's a fairly short par five, right? And I remember you saying, look, we want people to make birdies on 18 and go into the clubhouse feeling good about themselves, have a good round and enjoy it. But then you created the green complex. So, okay, you can go for it in two. But just because you're up green side doesn't necessarily guarantee that uh, that you're making birdie because now you've got a little bit of challenge. So it's not a sleeper hole by any means. No, no. But it also isn't the most demanding tee shot followed by the most demanding green complex, right? That's true. Yeah. No, you, you described it very well. Yeah. You know, you always want to have that lure of, I got to get back there and I got to prove it to myself that I can make a birdie on a hole like this, <laughs> you know? Doesn't work that way, though, does it? <laughs> the other one I found is interesting is um, number six, which is one I haven't been out to yet. The one where the green complex is the same as number six at Riviera. Oh, the bunker in the middle of the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this this green's bigger than the one at Riviera, believe me. Those are all small greens. I mean, I bet those greens are less than 6,000 square feet. You know, most of our greens at Black Desert are going to be 6,500 plus, closer to seven. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the bunker in the middle of the green, I always thought that would be a better concept on a reachable five. Mm. 
but I still go back to Riviera. Well, if Riviera can do it, why can't <laughs> we do it? You know, or why why can't I have the chance to do it in this situation? What do you think of Riviera? They're playing this week, uh, obviously. Um, classic golf course. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what makes Riviera so good and challenging for these players? Well, I think the bunkering around the greens and off the tee are the, the – that's the beauty of Riviera. Very small greens. So I think it's rated the toughest second shot mm. golf course on tour. In other words, proximity to the hole. If all these guys hit the fairway at hole number one, do they still hit it, you know, 15 to 18 feet into the green? That par five is very reachable down the hill, very short par five for them. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, a lot of them tee off with a three wood, and then they play about a five or six iron in there. But, you know, the proximity of the hole is the challenge at Riviera because of the protection around the greens and the pitch in those greens. The, the greens have a lot more pitch than it appears. Uh, and when you put that, when you put severity in greens that are small, you you, you rarely have any short putts. I mean, uh, straight putts. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, you, you're always, your putt's always breaking or it's downhill all the time, or it's uphill cross slope all the time. You know, that's what's, what Riviera is all about. There's a few holes there that challenge you from the standpoint of uh, trees. You know, they have a very challenging tee shot at 18, very much uphill, mm-hmm. very severely uphill, that big bank in front of you about 200 yards away. Then the big eucalyptus on the right, but then that green slopes real hard left to right across that green. And if you ever stick it up and miss it to the left of the green, looks like that's where you want to miss it. You can't ever chip it close to the hole or pitch it close to the hole. So that's, that's Riviera. The little nuances there really controlling uh, your golf ball. If we watch who is the eventual champion, he will not be in trouble with his second shots. Mm-hmm. He'll be a good iron player there at Riviera. I love that. Uh, as we wrap up the West Coast Swing, what was always your feeling? Bob and I have talked about on the show that we, we feel like the the West Coast, we're, we're kind of West Coast guys. Bob, obviously, and his dad grew up there in San Diego. But uh, it feels like the West Coast has the most character. You know, and maybe it, hel- it, it, it harkens back to the uh, the nostalgia of the the Bing Crosby and the, you know, the Andy Williams and the Glenn Campbells and the Bob Hopes that all kind of took those events under their wing. But I just, I feel like, for me, I just love the West Coast. I'm curious what your th- memories and your thoughts are about well, the West Coast. S- some of the greatest golf courses I've ever experienced playing uh, are are in California. You know, they're, you know, Pebble, Cypress, even Monterey. You know, excellent golf courses. Then uh, you've got uh, Bel Air Country Club, a classic. You know, it's proven itself uh, hosting national amateur championships, you know. Um, and it has, uh, it's had a lot of really great players come out of the, you know, the California area. You know, you got Casper, you've got, Vander Shoffley now, you've got uh, Cantley, you've got Ken Venturi, Harvey Ward. I mean, you know. Johnny Miller. Johnny Miller. I mean, it just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. So I think the style of golf 
they they just had some of the greatest architects that you could ever want to have come all the way from the east that went to California and did those special uh golf courses. And we didn't even talk Olympic Club and yep. LA North that's hosting. Right. It yeah, goes I mean, on yeah. and on. Yeah. It, it doesn't stop, does yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, how about Torrey Pines? Yeah. For a public facility, mm. wonderful 36-hole facility. And you did the North Course redesign, correct? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'll tell people every time, if you have a chance to go play Torrey Pines, play the North Course and enjoy yourself. Oh, <laughs> the South Course it's is a, a bear. It's just to beat your head in, isn't yeah, it? That's such it a is. hard golf course. It but is. To- talking with Tom Weiskopf here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, speaking of architecture, uh, the uh, this year's Masters Media Guide just came out this week. And so a quick check, noticed uh, some of the changes that, you know, that's always one of the things that's interesting to see. What are they going to change year to year at Augusta? And, and amazingly, with their budget and resources, they they can make changes, and it looks like it's been there for a hundred years. What are they doing? But they're so they've uh, they've moved eleven T back and to the left twenty yards. They've taken out some of the trees on the right hand landing area and recontoured that fairway just a little bit. So making eleven, which has played in the top three hardest holes in the last I think ten Masters, even harder. So well, that that's interesting, right? I think of ten. 10's, 10's art. So you're coming off 10 and 11, and, you know, I mean, that might be the new amen corner is 10 and 11. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that that's happening on 11. Um, number 15, they brought that tee box back 20 yards. Really? And they recontoured a little bit in the landing area. So I have I don't know what that means. I'm curious if it's pitched so that those approach shots are going to hit and kick down towards the trees on the left a little more, giving you a different angle in. I'm not certain. But uh, 15 will be a little longer. And then 18, they, ex- they didn't move the tee box. They extended the tee box back 13 yards, which I thought was kind of interesting because it's still, what is it, up to that first bunker is still about 300 yards, I think, for it's these guys. So, yeah. It's a long way. So kind of interesting to see nothing done with 13. And that's the one that everyone's always talked about is 13 need to be adjusted. And of course, they purchased the property from Augusta Country Club behind that, but still have not, um, at least that we know of, haven't done anything on that. Um, wanted to ask you what your thoughts are. There's, there's a lot going on right now with uh, this alternative league, the Super Golf League. I don't know how much you've looked into this or heard or, or if you have any thoughts on, you know, the, some of the, the talk around this supposed uh, Saudi golf league and what Greg Norman's doing and, and some of the player comments. I don't know how much you've looked into it or thought about it. No, I haven't. It's mostly what I hear on television, the comments and, uh, you know, the rumors and speculation and this and that. But uh, I remember – uh, the first year we played at Muirfield in Columbus, Ohio, it was about the mid-80s. Greg Norman came up with the same concept. And I remember Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Billy Casper, Gary Player, and the best of the best at that time stood up and voiced their opinions. And I think the reality is at the end of the day, they will all stay with this tour, which they should. I mean, uh, the element of greed has found its way in, in a lot of the wrong places, you know. They make enough money. It's more the experience. It's more the camaraderie and the friendships and the associations that you have going back to a lot of these places that you like to play. Mm. 
at, you know. And I think they will never give that up. Mm. I hope they don't. Uh, I just don't. Uh, what do we need the Saudis for? You know, what's interesting is, and, and I, I only know from, from Billy's perspective, but you all in that generation laid the foundation for what is the PGA Tour today. And ironically, not a good retirement plan for the for, for guys of your generation back then. Right. Today, admittedly, it's the greatest retirement plan in any major sport, right? So the PGA Tour has corrected some of those things. Tiger's comments this week are, well, maybe the tour with this new media rights and what's available and the you know the all the social media opportunities for players today, perhaps there's some concessions there that will that they'll enable the players to capture some of that stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's a great pension plan. I wish I could have been part. Exactly. of That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's going to uh, become homeless uh, when they finally hang up their cleats, right? I, I think uh, if they look back and think about the effort that these communities have gone through to promote wherever they play, the way they've done it, you know, it's uh, it's been. A fantastic opportunity for a career. Yeah. Well, Tom, thanks for taking some time. Always good to visit with you. So great to see you in in, in good health and uh, continued uh, continue to fight on that, huh? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All, right. All the best to everybody here. Yeah, thank you. Tom Weiskopf joining us here on Real Golf Radio. From commercial to recreational truck accessories, Mountainland Truck Outfitters has got what you need. They custom fabricate flatbeds, spray and bed liners, lifts and leveling kits, wheels and tires. Mountainland Truck Outfitters proudly uses the brands you know and trust. And with their experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff, your visit will be informative and enjoyable. Stop into their convenient location in Provo at 265 South 100 West to get a quote for your fleet or individual truck or visit them online at mtnlndtruck.com. Accidents don't just happen 9 to 5, they happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried & Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried & Jensen now. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back. Or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. There is one dealership where Bob and I have purchased multiple vehicles, and that's Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. That's right. When it comes to finding a great deal on a new or used vehicle... 
You can't beat the selection and service at Brent Brown Toyota. We know these guys personally, from the general manager to the general sales manager and finance director at Brent Brown. They know how to get a deal done that works for you. I remember Larry telling me that his finance director was really good at making it work for my budget. I thought that was just sales talk, but I sat down with him, and that's when I bought my first Tundra, and I bought two more cents, along with a Tacoma and a couple of Forerunners. I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota. Yes, you do. And are you looking at that new Tundra? You know I am. I purchased new and used cars for me and my family as well and had a great experience. It's amazing how many cars they have right now. Well, there you go. Get down to Brent Brown Toyota in Orem off the University Parkway exit and check out their selection online at BrentBrownToyota.com. You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Special thanks to Tom Weiskopf for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf and download us uh, wherever podcasts are found. Bob uh, Riviera should be a great one this weekend. Uh, I mean, what in the world is Joaquin Neiman doing out there? My goodness. Well, those two, Joaquin Neiman and two back of him, Cameron Young, 16 and 14 under par. Then you've got Justin Thomas, who played some great golf. He's at 11, still five shots back. Adam Scott at nine, Jordan Spieth at nine. Um, unfortunately, you know, guys like Patrick Reed, Sam Burns, Troy Merritt, Brooks Kepka. Dustin Johnson, those guys all missed the cut. Yeah, interesting uh, indeed. Uh, it's been a great show. Uh, Caddy joined us in hour number one as well. We talked about the comments uh, out of the Phil article from Alan Shipnick. It definitely uh, should read that. It's very revealing. We played some Tiger comments. Great to see him back and healthy. Uh, hope to see him uh, out on a golf course again sometime soon, but probably not going to be this year. We talked about the potential changes to the fall schedule coming out of that PAC meeting and, of course, Augusta National with some new changes to 11, 15, and 18. 18 that we talked about and the par three bob is going to be back which is fantastic yeah can't wait for all of that you. to yep. take place all right that'll wrap it up for us uh, sure appreciate you uh being alongside thanks to our producer dave glauser for bob casper i'm brian taylor let's just echo what rory said so sick of it <laughs> so, isn't that the so truth? we are really sick of it hopefully this sgl stuff goes away soon we'll see you next week right here on real golf radio